Infinite ammo. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the IAS podcast. I am your host, Renegade Operative, and today we will be doing a discussion on movie tie-in games. I'm going to get to my panel really quickly. First, we have Mr. Bane for you. Hey, how's everybody doing? Doing good, doing good. Next, we have Sonic Kick. Yo, what's up? I'm in Hawaii for a little bit. That's fun. Yay. Rub it in. It's I rub it in, but I've been have I've been doing a lot of vacationing for a bit, but yeah. He's having a lot of sex with coconuts, so Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean at least he's not, you know, on the street saying tan coaching. I don't know what variety of Spanish that was, but alright, let's move on to that the was next me trying to be nasally. Uh next we have Llama. I hope. Next that we have British. Next we have Captain Chaos. <laughs> and we have Cryo Gaming. Hey guys. Alright, so we're gonna get into the first question here. Let me pull up the documents. Uh what are your overall thoughts on the premise of movie tie-in games being stagnant in that particular part of the gaming industry? Cite your thoughts on why this was the ultimate conclusion for a while. What I feel like first it, I, I actually kind of feel like it's a little bit bullshit. Oh, really? Explain why. I mean, so. a lot of people, because a lot of people say that, you know, movie tie-in games are like, you know, really can be shit. It can be dull. But I I disagree with that on, to an extent. Sure, yeah, there's been some movie tie-in games that's been really shit. But... In the past, when movie tie-in games were really a thing, like, uh, for example, like, um, you know, uh, Iron Man, like the first Iron Man game and stuff like that, you know, those games, those games were, like, really good, like, pretty much really almost well-made, but it's like, nowadays, it's like, ugh, like, okay. the story for the movie tie-ins is just awful and it's like it's not well done like it used to be okay here's my opinion on that i think they have not been as prevalent as they were in like you know the ps3 era ps2 era ps1 ps4 is like there has barely been any movie tie-in yeah. games and i think the main reason why they are kind of stagnant right now is because uh developers know that these games are you know big budgeted they take a lot of money to make and the general criteria behind that is when you have a movie tie-in game you must release it near the movie in order to generate more sales sometimes considering game development it takes like two or three years so you're not going to pump out like a movie tie-in game in like under a year and expect it to be really good I mean, you know i mean developing the i mean from what i can tell developing a game it doesn't take really all that much money to do unless it's actually you're actually bought uh not buying but like temporarily buying a license from a movie to actually do that because buying a license that actually takes i think more money uh... especially if the make uh the original owners of said uh property actually wants a lot of money sometimes that's the case though like sometimes these i've seen movie... that ha i've seen that happen a lot that's why 
Yeah, sometimes these movie publishers, they do want a big cut of what's going on with the game. Especially yeah. if it's a if it's one of those series or franchises that's like really like popular. You know what I mean? Movies all, that's like have a strong fan base. Um stuff like that. I mean it all depends on like in my opinion, it all depends on it's because I like Retton was saying, it's less common now because I feel that the I feel like the devs are actually re, like not really devs, but the co- movie companies are are realizing, hey, you can't just push out a mediocre game and expect more sales. They can just make more money off the freaking mo- movie, put more effort into the movie itself than rather just oh, here's this tie-in game that oh, we just whatever company release. But sometimes there are some cases, especially back in the ps2 era where you had um where you had like really um really high budgeted movie games or quote-unquote high budgeted or like ones that the that the developers and the movie producers cared about for example i'm gonna bring up the original cars game which actually brought back the had the original voice actors and expanded on the worlds yeah of a car of cars of what have you but and that spawned off into its own series but it just all depends on who's actually producing it, you know? Like, who's who's behind it? I, I, I got an opinion on this. I think, you know, it takes so long to develop a game compared to shooting a film. Pre-production for a film usually does not last anywhere near as long as the development cycle for a game. And usually, the games are made right when they enter production on the film. So you've got about a year to make a full-fledged game. And you're on a rush. Yeah, crunch hours, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not... It usually does not end very well. I think the worst um, movie tie-in game I ever played, personally, was... Um, I'd have to say the Batman Forever arcade game they made. Bane, that's a later question. I know, I'm just saying. It was, it was rushed. It was built in literally four months. Speaking of Batman... I remember there was a Batman Returns game. I think it was on the SNES. Um, I played that when I was a kid. I actually thought it was okay. What about Dark Tomorrow, guys? <laughs> Batman oh Dark Tomorrow. There is, yeah. There was the Batman Begins uh, movie tie-in game, which was terrible. There was a Catwoman one. There's a lot of superhero the tie-in one, games. Yeah. Batman got the worst end of the stick. I think there's also like a Batman Beyond Return of the Joker game for PS1, and it wasn't that great. So once we get to the bad section, it's a lot of Batman games to mention. Oh, yeah. Uh, but does anyone have any more lingering thoughts on question number one? Yeah, oh, I think uh, I, I think that while you do have like a lot of problem with the actual making of the games, I think that there is a bit of like, you know, disparity between the way movies are told and the way games are told. So like, you know, the movie's fairly short and... You know, it's like four hours maximum. Uh, like really long movies, but and like it tells a definitive story, like beginning to end. Like the people who make it control the pacing, um, so which can be hard to, uh, you know, translate to a game very well. Like, um, because uh, you know, games are usually much longer and uh you can't control the pacing the player controls the pacing and i think that with certain like movie concepts it's i i can see it like you know 
people just not knowing how to translate the movie into a into the actual game. I th I think that like the more successful attempts at this are like ones that either you know sort of take place in the movie's universe but don't exactly uh use the story like they have their own story like that matrix game that's really bad but actually t uh did something with it though path of I neo like that game not path of neo <laughs> it was enter the matrix enter the oh, matrix yeah I, I thought enter the matrix was like based on matrix reloaded it, it I mean, somewhat uh, it it does coincide with some of the events from Matrix Reloaded, but it's from the perspective of uh, Niobe and Ghost, who Ghost, are two yeah. other characters from Matrix uh, who aren't really focused on in the movies, as far as I understand. And the game was mainly about them. Yeah, I was thinking of a uh, Path of Neo because that was when it really kind of jumped the shark with the Agent Smith giant stone golem that you fight yeah. at the end of the game, and I'm like, this is not canon to Revolutions. So yeah, I, I just thought that was funny. I'll bring that up. I'll bring up Matrix at number two more, but yeah. So um, anyone else? Yeah, I mean, like nine times out of ten, um, movie tie-in games aren't very good, and I think it's like Bane mentioned before. I think a lot of the reason for that is <clears throat> because it, it has to. Uh, they have to release it around the time, the alongside the movie, or not long after the movie. So they, I feel like they're probably on like a. They're basically being rushed to try to put out a game, and that could be a lot of the reason for why it's not very good uh, most of the time. Um, but there are the rare exceptions. Uh, I just think that it's mostly happens to be that the games aren't very good, and it's I would say the reputation they have is is uh it, it has is pretty justifiable for why it has that reputation. You know, because most of these games aren't like you know as we can see they're not very good um and i don't know the the ones that are that do happen to be good you know are like you know i i think uh there's just not that many of them i, I would like to see more movie tie-in games that are uh that are decent but I, I just think it depends on it i think it also partially depends on who's working on it um like if you can get a competent developer or something to work on these games um that that could be a, a pretty big you know benefit to the game itself but i think most of the time uh the developers they probably get to work on these games are and mainly they do it to save money i would assume are are probably developers that nobody's ever heard of or something so that could also account for why the games are usually not very good either um so that, that's that's my whole opinion on it i agree like um the guys who developed iron man vr they are a developer called camouflage and I've oh, never Insomniac. I no, they aren't Insomniac. It's a developer called Camouflage, and I had okay. never heard of this developer before. It's like sometimes they get these really obscure, no-name developers to work on these projects, and that's also a reason why it doesn't contribute because they don't have the resume or the experience to make this good movie tie-in game. That's why <laughs> I like when people go out of their way to make like movie tie-in games but they have like big developers backing them they usually turn out to be great games i know there's like a shot in the dark occasionally with like rocksteady because before they made like the batman series they made some first person shooter on the ps2 and it wasn't really super great uh but you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't yeah that's what i was getting ready to mention that until you said there's shot in the dark so i'm like yeah there are a lot of shots in the dark stories mm -hmm. You know, have you iron with SpongeBob and all that have you? You know, 
Yeah, everyone's excited for the new SpongeBob titles coming out. Uh, but we're going to move on to number two. So, Bane, could you read that off, please? Uh, what is your favorite and least favorite movie tie-in games? And please explain why in detail. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to just run through this really fast because nobody's going to say what I liked. Uh, best movie tie-in game, the home improvement game. Hey, man, so, sometimes you got to going to break the rules a little bit. Uh, least favorite movie tie-in, the first X-Files video game on the... I know it's television, but still it counts. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> that, that game was so, so disappointing. Good idea, bad execution. Oh, I got it. I see, I gotta, I see oh, aliens, uh, colonial marines on here. Oh, my God. It's like, that's, not, that's not a game. <laughs> it's not it's a not, game. It doesn't exist. It just kind of disappeared. Count. I'm going to say some pretty obvious ones. I'm going to say the uh, classic Alien versus Predator games. Uh, like, did you have the option to play as the alien, the Predator, and the Marine? And, like, they were really solid um, old first-person shooters. Yeah. I'm also going to say uh, the Ghostbusters video game. Because, you know, big fan of Ghostbusters. That ghost, you know, the one with the, that's, it's basically Ghostbusters 3. And of course, oh, yeah. Ren's pro- yeah. is probably going to be Ren's favorite, but uh, Spider-Man 2. Yes, yes, that game is amazing. I'll, I'll, do you want me to say least favorite or should I wait on that? Uh, say least favorite now, because we're going to take take turns. Okay, least favorite. I was gonna, I was gonna mention the Matrix games, both, um, uh, you know, Enter the Matrix and Path of Neo. Because Enter the Matrix, yeah, sure, it focuses on the like, you know, the diff, uh, the different um, other people, but it's also just a really bad game in general. But uh, it's kind of a more of a fun entry to put in there because it's also like really, really stupid. There's even like a secret two-player uh, fighting game in it, so. <laughs> That's weird. I heard that it's also like um, Enter the Matrix is one of the most expensive, one mm-hmm. of the most expensive video games made. So I, it's just weird how it just came out so disappointing. But that's what happens when you have like no vision behind it, you know? <laughs> yeah. See. And um, Path of Neo is just a goddamn trip. It's just so stupid. It's so stupidly funny. Let's see. How much of a train wreck it is. Well, for me, with favorites, I now this is this is going to be a little bit um, because this game in particular, not a lot of people liked. There were a couple things that had that a lot of people had issues with, but um, 007 Quantum of Solace. When I was a kid, I actually um, played that a lot on a playstation 2 and i liked how it sort of tied in with um casino royale and then a quantum of solace i i did like that aspect of it um there were issues with it sometimes the camera wouldn't cooperate sometimes it felt like frames dropped a little bit but other than that it was decent um oh yeah the ps2 version was very decent not sure about the hd ones Let's see. Um, my second favorite is Ghostbusters, the video game as well. Um, that was just absolute gold for me. That absolutely won my heart. I love the Ghostbusters franchise. And so playing that game 
it was just absolutely wonderful as soon as i soon as the 2016 movie came out i'm like nope i'm gonna play this game instead <laughs> that's my that's my ghostbusters right here um and let's see for my least ones is ghostbusters 2016 game and that's supposed to tie into um ghostbusters 2016 uh, following the events of that movie uh that's when this game takes place and i hated how it looked they fucking made the proton packs look like shooters it it looked like they were just like shooting like proton cum just everywhere just saying <laughs> like literally literally it, okay. it's just going it's, it's like it's like what the fuck that's not ghostbusters what the hell is this shit that um is, i think that scarred my childhood a little bit but continue <laughs> oh oh yeah and i also forgot about my favorite um i forgot one favorite um also spider-man 2 i i did love spider-man 2 a lot the webs the web slinging alone was just absolutely wonderful and then my last least favorite is actually um batman begins there was a lot of issues a lot of frame drops out of issues with the combat in my opinion and sometimes the batmobile sections would just be like what the fuck is this like i didn't understand it at all um and plus it wasn't actually necessarily visually appealing in my opinion um but yeah that's that's just my thoughts on the on my least favorite and favorite games i'm gonna try to get through mine really quick so um the first two that i really like is scarface the world is yours and godfather two great gta clones if you're looking to get into them uh, i love that scarface tried to do this little what if story what if tony montana didn't die and survived the mansion skirmish uh good shooting mechanics as well uh i like spider-man 2 that's a great superhero game a great basis for what will ultimately become spider-man ps4 uh, what else? I, I thought the Hulk 2003 video game was decent as well. God damn it. Took one Is that Ultimate Destruction? <laughs> no, it's no, the original. No, it's the tie-in from the original. It's, it's tied to that awful, I mean, awful movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, let me think. I, I think one more that was really great. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. There was like one really good clone that they had. I just can't remember it right now. Um... I guess I'll go to my least favorites then. So least favorite, I definitely think that, oh yeah, I remember now, uh, Batman on the NES was super good. Uh, if people haven't played it, please play it. It's a good platformer. Uh, but least favorite, Aliens Colonial Marines, that game is trash. Do not play it, do not pick it up, burn it on site. Oh, oh shit, sorry, it's not I got one. Good. Oh, uh, I for, I forgot one. This one's a God classic, all-time fail. E.T. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a great that's a game. That's wasn't, a cop-out. Wasn't that game, like, buried somewhere in a landfill? Yes. Yep. Along with other games. Yeah. Um, New Mexico. Tons right. of them were buried in a uh, New Mexico landfill. 
There's a really good um, documentary called Atari Game Over about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can see him unearth it. I know another game I play that was like super old is the Back to the Future game on the NES. I'm not saying it because AVGM played it. It's because I actually owned it. And mm. I was thinking, what the hell is this game? It's some sort of side-scrolling you know race against time weird amalgamation that barely resembles the movie and i just remember yeah. hating it it was one of the worst nes games i've ever owned in a lifetime mm. um and i think i have one more that's like just really dumb and just stupid all around oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh bad boys miami takedown because <laughs> You gotta have Will Smith and Martin Lawrence actually not be Will Smith and Martin Lawrence and say the most weirdest lines ever. And the graphics of that game just looked like a hippopotamus's ass or something. I don't know what they were doing with that game. What What are you doing looking at a hippopotamus's ass? Look, that's just the perfect way to explain that game. It looks terrible, dude. Yeah. Um, I'll go through mine real quick. Um, so yeah like red mentioned i i really liked uh the hulk game and, and and it's mainly a lot of these are due to nostalgia i'll be honest because there's a few i actually did enjoy uh i know sonic kick was talking all kinds of shit about enter the matrix and path of neo and all that but i and, and this is my nostalgia talking i i really enjoyed both of those games when i was a kid uh so <laughs> I, I mean i'm probably gonna go if i went back at it and played it now i'd probably have a very different opinion but i know when i was a kid i really enjoyed it um and uh, then an obvious choice would also be Spider-Man 2, uh, like Ren said, which is exactly what I was going to say. Actually, is it was it, it was a fun sandbox type of uh, game, and it was pretty much the basis for what we could expect for Spider-Man PS4. Uh, so I thought that was also a really good game. And I also really another game I enjoyed as a kid that was also kind of like a, I guess you would say it was a movie. I think it was Batman Returns. I could be wrong, but it was a game on the SNES. It was a Batman game, and it was a side scroller, sort of like a beat 'em up. Um, I really like that game too. Uh, another weird game was uh, the Star Wars game on the uh, the SNES. Uh, it was basically just a side scroller, and it would, but it was super hard. Like you, it, it was a really hard game, surprisingly. Um, but it, yeah, you you played different characters, like you'd play Luke, uh, and then you played Han, and it basically went through the events of A New Hope, I think. Um, uh, least favorite, I think it, people have already mentioned. Uh, Colonial Marines, I, I think, was just a massive disappointment because everybody was expecting it to be like a, a, a just great game, but it went through development hell and it just came out just terrible. Um, I mean, it people were making bitch fart. Yeah. Um, another game people haven't mentioned though, like uh, is uh, and, and it's mainly because of the game it's tied to, but this is also technically a movie tie-in. Uh, I think it was uh, what was it? Um, the GoldenEye game on PS2. I forget what the called uh i had some fun with it but it was like it it, it was just not nearly as good as golden eye on the on don't you mean the, uh the is original. it like are you talking about it was the one where you could, I, no no um it was it was tied to golden eye the original golden eye game but i think you played actually as the as as golden eye himself if i, I could oh, be wrong. you're talking about road agent i didn't yeah, like yeah, that one it. yeah um i was kind of disappointed with that one mainly because uh i was hoping it would be about as good as the original GoldenEye, but it, I was I was kind of disappointed. Uh, I wouldn't say it's terrible. I mean, you could have fun with it, but it's not. Um, I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much my list. I missed oh. one. I I I I'm now thinking of it. 
Lego Star Wars. <laughs> Lego Star Wars. I love the Lego Star Wars games. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, there's um, a few honorable mentions. Like, I didn't mention uh, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, Uncaged. That game was fucking great. And also, yo, there's a lot of... Um, I think Terminator 2, the arcade, was really fun as well, oh along yeah. with uh, Die Hard Arcade. Uh, <laughs> the Arnold noise. <laughs> <laughs> Should be playing my game. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, here, here's what I'll say. I forgot one surprisingly really good game that nobody ever talks about. Wanted Weapons of Fate. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, that was a good uh, one. Seen that, a review on that, actually. People just said it's dumb actually, fun. It's, it, it's it, so it's much fun. fun. It is. Isn't it pretty it's, much like a Max Payne style, like uh, third person shooter? I, the way I'll say it is, Somewhat. it only becomes that way when you spin the bullet. Yeah. I recommend um, also. It reminds like, me of Sniper like Dark, Elite, I think. It's kind of like Dark Sector. Have you ever played that game? Yeah, I actually did play Dark Sector. Fucking Dark Sector them. is a pretty good game, though. Like, I feel like it's a game it's... that gets overlooked. Uh, I, I know everybody loves Warframe, but I would uh, I would give my middle nut for uh, a sequel to Dark Sector. Or just a, re a remaster of it or something. Well, it's, it's, it's backwards compatible, but. Well, that's not on PC, so it doesn't count. It is on PC. It's just a PC oh, it sucks oh, dicks. Well, it's just not on uh, Steam, I guess. But before we, um, is it? I couldn't. Like, I feel like move on. Let me look. Continue. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Oh no, you're fine. Uh, before we move on, side note about that wanted game. Uh, I remember correctly. There's actually two Easter eggs from the movie. You can kill oh, your ex-girlfriend, <laughs> or you can kill your boss. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh fuck! There's one I forgot to mention. Uh, the Warriors from Rockstar Games. Dude. Oh yeah, I heard a lot of good things oh, about that game. It's oh, it's man. awesome. It's like Yay. an open yeah, it's like an open beat 'em up. You can smash people in the face with bricks, pipes, stab them. It's like it's basically like beat 'em up GTA. If you if you like that sort of style, you want to go around and commit crimes and stuff like that. You can do it in that game while having like these high scale brawls. I really loved it. Mm. Yeah, it's it's weird because like not not only did I actually quite like like both the Matrix games, um, but I also thought that the Spider-Man Two game was kind of overrated. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. That would I be mean, an unpopular opinion in here. Yeah, exactly. But, mm. but like, I mean, granted, the swinging is good, but it's like the only it's the only really good part of the game. I mean. I thought the combat, the combat was okay. It, it does get a little bit too button mashy. I, I get that, but still. Yeah. And also the missions. <sighs> the missions were not good. Like, it was the same five missions, and the balloon missions were the worst. The balloon missions made me hate life. Um, You could be a dick and just pop the kid's balloon and just yeah. swing away. <laughs> I always loved doing that's, that. Uh, yeah, it's eventually just what I always did. But my actual... um. Uh, favorite, I, I couldn't really like. There's three of them that I couldn't really choose between. Um, but uh, the thing, uh, 2002 movie that was based on the 1982 movie, it was sort oh, of yeah. like a sequel, and it was like this, like an actual like you know hor horror game that is entirely like original, but sort of oh based oh, in oh the yeah, universe. oh oh yeah, I I remember that because in it there was. A gun pointed at somebody they would consider that as you being hostile and they pretty much would slowly not trust you pretty much just yeah, like yeah. the movie 
Yeah, there was that was one, one neat little thing. I think John Carpenter worked on it too. He said yeah. he had fun. Yeah, there was a whole trust system. Um, uh, the other one's a bit of a weird. Uh, uh, the second one's a bit of a weird one, but um, Ice Age Two: The Meltdown. Uh, I played that game so much as a kid. Like it was um, the the way is you played Scrat for some reason, and it was like this little collectathon. But it was like an actually really solid collectathon. Um, and yeah, okay, Spider Man Two is overrated, but I can't, you know, I I stand Ice Age Two, the video game. Uh, that's bold. Yeah, uh, that's my hot take of the day. Uh, but yeah, um, the last like favorite one of mine would be uh, like the King Kong first person shooter. Oh shit! I completely forgot about that one. Yeah, that I was know, really good, it, actually. It was, yeah, it was really good. Like, I think it personally, I think it had like a much better atmosphere than uh, the video than the actual movie. Uh, and I, I'd, I'd say that I preferred the first person aspect to it. Um, but like, you know, the Kong, like, you actually play like a massive gorilla, and the the fact that like they had like two very disparate game styles like just in one game like I, I think he gave it a really nice variety and uh but i i do have some sort of bittersweet memories for it because even though i like originally owned it for the playstation 2 i actually bought it again for the pc but when i tried installing it um it uh, my computer just shat itself and i had to reinstall windows and i lost like every single like steam game i had downloaded and all my save games and stuff like that. So, um, we've got—I I have a bittersweet relationship with that game. Okay, so really quickly, there is two games that I'm surprised did not get mentioned. Well, one to a lesser extent for disappointing, but there apparently was Saw video games. Yeah, they were uh, mediocre. Yeah, yeah there were. Yeah. Yeah. The one, one of them was published by Konami and like was really bad if I'm aware. Both of them were published by Konami. Yeah. Yeah, and the traps just I like heard... just kill you on the spot and it's really super uh, dumb. Not I somewhere heard... it didn't kill you on the spot, but I heard that the first one was actually really good, but then the second one, Flesh and Blood, was not good. I, I did I, play so... some of the first one. It's actually okay from what I played of it, but I heard the second one was terrible. I saw X-Play review it, and I swear they were so pissed at the shotgun wires that it was ridiculous. Because it's this weird, like, quick time event, and if you don't do it on time, your head just gets blown off. Uh, and I remember this... there is actually a gameplay mechanic of you digging around uh, in a toilet full of needles or something like that. I, yeah. I remember that from the game. Yeah. And there's a, a good one that people have not mentioned, and that's uh, Chronicles of Reddit Escape from Butcher Bay. Oh, I don't yeah, think it's a good one. Tie in it's, dude, it's, it's a fantastic game, though. That's like. I, I know. I, I, I played it better than the movies. I consider the movies a game, tie, like a tie into a game. I only seen Pitch Black. I haven't seen Chronicles of Reddit, but I can tell you, like, just, from just, my play. Just stop. Just, just the interactions. Listen. Just stop because it's a terrible movie. It's not a terrible movie, but it's nowhere near as good as the game or as good as Pitch Black. Very yeah, that, that sounds disappointing. So I'm gonna Pitch avoid Black, that. Pitch Black, amazing film. Games, amazing. Chronicles of Riddick and Riddick. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, they're, they're you know, serviceable. Well, I mean, Ren, this is Bane that you're talking to, so I, I, I believe I, I I've seen believe Chronicles of Riddick. It's not as good as Pitch Black, uh, but it's not the same kind of movie yeah. as Pitch Black, though. To be fair, yeah. Pitch Black is a horror movie, and Chronicles of Riddick is more of a sci-fi action type Ooh, movie. Horror. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, in like terms of quality, uh, the, the the separate everything after Pitch Black, except for the games. Eh. You can essentially say, like, the sort of franchise that, like, perfected this type of stuff with action and horror, like, interchanging. It's like Aliens and Terminator. Like, Aliens 1 and 2 is great, even though they're yeah. different movies, and Terminator is, like, the same. So Terminator stops at 2 in my mind. Same oh, yes, Alien. it does. Yes. Even, even if I kind of like Alien 3's assembly cut, uh, I'm gonna just say Alien One and Aliens, great films. There's nothing well, else past them. That that's how the comic books treated it too. They don't really uh, follow the continuity of Alien Three. They mostly just stop after Aliens and then go from that's, there. That's how every smart like extra part of that universe works. Mm. It's like, oh hey, there's Alien and Aliens, and that's it. <laughs> it's like yeah. we're done. We're done. God, I, I wish Prometheus wasn't a thing. Well, that's a whole nother story entirely. So I think we should move on to uh, question number three. So, um, Sonic Kick, can you please read that off? Yeah, sure. An actor lending his or her likeness is common in some aspects to create authenticity. However, these deals don't always fall through. Does it bother you when an actor doesn't lend his or her likeness or voice to a movie tie-in game? It depends on what it is, to be honest. Like what the game is, and what it's trying to tie into. Like for example, because uh, uh, yeah, call me a fanboy of the Ghostbusters video game, but for example, if Ghostbusters is a video game, it did not have like the original like actors come back, and you know the likeness wasn't all there, and these are the same characters that were and the first two Ghostbusters films, it would not do well at all. It would be very so, it would, it would It would flop. Yeah, I think it well, does, like, really matter as to, you know, uh, how connected the actor is to the character. Uh, even then, um, you had the Bourne game where it's like... Uh, he, Fucking Matt Damon, the goddamn boomer, was like, video games are violent. I don't want to be a part of this. It, so. it does feel like... I, I played that game, too. You're talking <laughs> about uh, Born Conspiracy, right? Yes. It, it does feel like, you know, even if Matt Damon did not lend his likeness or voice there, it feels like in that regard, it doesn't really matter because I feel like Born is not a super um, popular character or tight. He's like not tied to, Matt Damon is not tied to the character like that much. And you can sort of see the non-likeness of it. I I don't know, I always see that, like I always see him as that character. It's like, okay, okay. what I mean, like, I could watch, I could see something that didn't have Matt Matt Damon as Jason Bourne. Matt Jason. Yeah, (laughs) I could see something that, didn't have Matt Damon as him, and I'd still be like, Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne, because I don't really care. <laughs> but like, yeah, if if it was Venkman, it, it's got to be. Yeah. Okay, let me let me put a like better example. Okay, if they made like a John Wick game or something, and they decided not to use Keanu Reeves, 
I I wouldn't be able to see it. Like I wouldn't be able to see some Joe Smo. I think they did make a John Wick game, didn't they? They did, uh, but well, there, but it's got the likeness. Yeah, it has the likeness. Uh, no, <laughs> Fortnite. Fortnite didn't have a likeness, and it was kind of eerie. But now yeah. they got it actually, which is one thing I'll give props to. The, the weird John Hex game, they even used likeness as well. But yep. uh, if if they didn't, for example, I just wouldn't be able to see it compared to like uh, some other roles where it's like, okay, yeah, the actor is good in the role. He does the character, you know, a little bit justice. We can believe it. But if they replace him entirely and they kind of did it with the Bourne series and it didn't turn out too well. But if they replace them in video game format, it really doesn't bother me as much as certain people. Yeah. It's yeah, like it, there's, there's some characters on them. Good. Oh, I was just going to say, it just depends on like, like what I said before. It depends on what the game is trying to tie in like what movie the game is trying to you know tie into like for example if i've grown accustomed to something like um for example uh let's just say batman begins that game because that game pretty much nearly all of the cast from the film came back to reprise the uh the roles mm. and if for example, if Batman Begins, that game did something like Blade and Blade 2 did, that vid those video games where they had complete different actors and stuff like that, I'm like, nah. It's like, I can't believe it. The Either the actor has to kind of sort of sound like that actor that played as the character in the movie, or it's just a, it's just a no for me. I have to believe it. If it's going to be a tie-in, then it has to be... It has to at least give me the same feeling that you know a movie would i, I guess I, that's i have I to that's... sort of say there's like some exceptions to that rule because there can yeah. be yeah there like, is yeah like scarface for example they use um al pacino's likeness but they don't use his voice but the actor sounds very similar to his voice work yeah, uh, so al, if it's... i think al pacino actually um picked handpicked him i think yeah, and also, um, that's the only game he gave his likeness to. For Godfather, he didn't. So, uh, basically, uh, I, I forget his full name. I know he's Corleone something, Michael Corleone. He is completely different in likeness and voice. So, it really just depends. I, I think the worst example I have seen so far is The Amazing Spider-Man 2, where Peter Parker looks just fucking ugly. <laughs> Like, it's really hard to explain that. Uh, I, I saw an image somewhere, and he just does not look good at all. All I have to say about that to whoever designed, designed that and everything like that is just, you fucking cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyone else want to go on this question? I mean, it does bother me, but I, I, get, I get why, like, so, uh, some companies can't get said like this or actor because sometimes it, t it costs too much because you know y'all know for shrek 2 they basically paid like like five million dollars just to get back like eddie murphy and all and uh mike mike myers eddie murphy and all and cameron diaz if i'm aware so like if they can't get them for like it's for another for a different um for like other actors or certain actors for different games i completely understand but you also have cases like um, what's been recently happen happening with Yakuza when you do use an actor's likeness and their face, 
they can get involved with something and then have to end up being taken out of the game and you'll have cases like what's happening what happened with judgment and what have you so it just kind of i'm i'm also i'm always on in, in the case of it's basis by ba- uh take basis by basis but if you want to for a movie game probably best to have them but if you can't people will understand yeah i agree because like when people were asking oh uh why is robert downey jr not iron man in the iron man games i'm like i swear that man costs like a hundred million dollars to use so you could imagine like they're trying to do this little movie tie-in game and they gotta use half their budget to use this guy it's like sometimes it's not even worth it Mm-hmm. Wait, what character? Yeah, I, Robert Downey Iron Jr. Man. Just using him as Iron Man. He his asking price uh, yeah. as a celebrity is about a hundred million dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, some like live action actors as well do not that like being a uh, like an actor in like live action does not always translate to being a good voice actor. Yeah, so I think yeah, in some cases like you know, it's not even going to be worth it. Like, especially when it's a movie tying game because um like the actors will be there as part of a contract and they just you know they they're not going to be necessarily as interested um it's just going to be a job to them as opposed to yeah um, you know, the actual movie yeah because that's why most most of the time with movie tie-in games the act and reprising their roles they they've actually had you know voiceover roles in the past so they know exactly um what to do and yes. how to actually you know say the lines right because in in a voice actor's mind you know it's like just pretend not just just pretend i'm on set that's all that it is yeah, and with a vi- with a video game as well, that's like even more like intense than say an animated movie. It's not really the same experience because uh, not only do you usually have more dialogue, uh, especially if like the game has dialogue trees or whatnot. But like you also have to record like every sound the character makes, like every grunt or scream, or you know, like if you're playing like a character that can die. And you just have to be screaming for ages, and that can actually like really hurt and not be a pleasant. Yeah, because Gar- Gary Oldman, he actually had to scream a lot because of World at War. Dimitri! Yeah. Well, World at War, Black Ops 1, fuck. It's well, well, it, was more, it, it was more of World at War than Black Ops, to be honest, because. Well, there World he was screaming Steiner. Stop. Okay, hold on, hold on. I, I'm I'm kind of glad this point was brought up because I did think that Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man Two, in terms of the video game, he sounded bored. But this is why the gaming industry is also trying to incorporate more mocap into the experience so people can act it out as opposed to just being in the sound booth so now it's like you can also act it out while being mobile and active and they will capture your voice work and your recordings and your movement at the same time uh so i do think that it's a later question too if they decide to bring back like big movie tie-in games they might change like the paradigm for actors in terms of like just professional acting because I mean that brings that may reminds me of two instances was when uh, Antonio Banderas did Puss in Boots 
there was um, behind the scenes footage of basically him literally acting out what Puss in Boots would be doing. Like if he was um, fighting someone or drawing his sword, he would literally act that out. So that way it would capture that in his voice. Hmm. And the second thing um, about, you know, performances can be stale sometimes and um, uh, in the booth, especially like if it's uh, an animated show or, you know, TV, uh, not TV, uh, movie. Um, it brings, it reminds me of this thing that I found out, um, I think it was like a month ago. Uh, this new Pixar movie that uh, Tom Holland and uh, Chris Pratt are actually in together. Um, I believe Chris or Tom actually said that they actually bought both of them into the uh, the same recording booth together, so that way um, sounds natural. Work out. Yeah, because since they've obviously you know they've worked together, they hung out together. So it's like they both know each other. So mm. that way it, it gives a better performance than if it was just them, you know, by themselves. Yeah. Plus I think with in the, the movie they're like friends, I think. So mm. Yeah, I just think all that's really good. All that's gonna change in the future if they decide to do that, but if the actor is too expensive then it might be, you know, you're shit out of luck. Uh, but we got to move on to the next one, which I think is number four. So, Bane, could you read that off, please? Uh, name a film franchise that is doing something deserving of a new AAA movie tie-in experiences. It can be an IP that's never been done before. One that's already been done before is a movie tie-in game. I I'm just going to say it with the fact that they've turned into just weird fucking nutty action films instead of racing movies. Fast and Furious. Hmm, new Fast and Furious. Yeah, I can. Yeah, maybe I can see that because like Need for Speed is not popular as it used to be. So well, there I, was uh, there was a Forza Horizon like spinoff game they made free, which was pretty decent for being free. But god damn it, man! I just want a fucking racing game where I jump over fucking submarines and yeah, I, chase down fucking bank vaults and shit. Fun fact: um, I think um, the, the 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 arcade the arcade of Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift was actually released on the Wii, but guess what? Oh, it I was ported in a really terrible way, and they named it. They titled. They called it. They had it as a cruising game. I'm not even joking. Oh my god. Uh, to to be honest, Wait, there's what, two like three ships. Yeah, cru like you know, like cruising USA. <laughs> it's cr Water. it's funny. Huh. There's two games. Oh well, not two games. Two Just look up cruising on Wii. I would love to see these two series actually have their own thing. Uh, mm -hmm. First, to be honest, I would want to see a Fast and Furious game, however, open world. You so, could choose like to do racing, crew? or you could like do racing. You know, side missions, blah blah blah, small little jobs. But then you can also do, um, you know heist you know that could be like a little part of the story yeah while also racing as well because i mean fast and furious it kind of took uh kind of took a wide turn before it used to be all about racing then all of a sudden it turned into nothing but like heist shit 
Dude, Fast and Furious is so weird as a series now. They're dealing with biological weapons and Hobbs and Shaw, and I'm like, okay. Okay, <laughs> I, I do want to do a see Hobbs and Shaw because of how stupid it looks. I, it, it looks I, like I, a lot of fun. I, I really Superman. do want to see <laughs> Black Superman. <laughs> but um, in the second series, I really want to see is actually John Wick. I want to see. Damn it. I want to see. Ke- I want to see Keanu. I really want to see, uh, especially since nowadays they use motion capture, just to have him doing all the capture work as well as the voice. Ooh, take my money, please, please. <laughs> I don't disagree with you on this. Dude, are we still on number three? No, we're uh, on number four. four. Okay. Um, <laughs> shit. So you took mine, which was uh, John Wick. And I kind of want to see, like, I, I know they're making a Predator game, but I kind of want to see one done with a bigger budget. I just want to hunt people in the woods, kill uh, them, and take their spines. Predator game, I think, isn't that going to be a multiplayer only game or something? Yeah, I yeah, think it's going to be uh, isometric uh, multiplayer. Uh, hard pass. Well, if it's take good, take that with a fine. Take that with a line with a fine grain of salt, because that's what they said about Friday the Thirteenth. But then they added, you know, bots. Which I, I actually yeah. like the way that AVP. I think it was twenty thirteen, uh, the or twenty eleven. Um, the one done by Sega. Yeah, like I like the way that they they did it, but I think it oh, could have yeah. been executed Rebellion? a little bit better. Uh, well, the I, way you, I mean, the Predator campaign. Oh, um, oh yeah, I remember the uh, 2010 game. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. That was good. It was fun, but the Predator was unfairly balanced. Like, he was overpowered. Like he was, like the uh, the humans and the uh, Xenomorphs didn't really do much against them mm-hmm. uh, in the multiplayer sessions. Also, Cryo, I know you said that they might tend to lie about the stuff they're doing with the Predator game, but this well, is not, the same not developers. Not, well, not lie, but end up like saying, oh, you know what? Let's go ahead and add a little bit of single player into it. it That's what I meant. I'm not a huge me, fan of isometric stuff for the most part. I mean, there are some exceptions, but I don't know. Uh, to me, it's, it's weird overdone. because it is the same developer that did Friday the Thirteenth. So I don't know. I I Wait, don't even what? think they. Yeah, it's the same developer. Do you mean isometric or asymmetric? Isometric. Whoa, 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 whoa! Like top down. Yeah, they said oh. top down specifically. Huh. But um, it it is the same developers who did Friday the Thirteenth, and they did not add a single player campaign. So I don't know. It's hard to really call that one. What the fuck? It probably will just be multiplayer if it's the same devs as Friday the Thirteenth because that doesn't even have a single player campaign. Yeah, actually, yeah, it did sort of. It did. Is it like yeah, it missions? Yeah. Oh, you mean like really? You mean like practically off right or, or no? What do you mean? No, it's actually like stuff they took out of the films. Huh. Uh, okay, interesting. And it's actually uh, pretty fun. It's actually pretty fun. They referenced a lot of, a lot of um, the movies in those little mini stories. Um, now I think about horror slashers. Maybe I could so do something you, you with Halloween. You guys play Friday the Thirteenth on the on the uh, NES. I have actually. That's the one where you could throw like rocks at Jason. Jason which, has a purple suit for some reason. He's purple and blue. Purple. He has blue skin. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. He randomly shows up in the cabins. You go in there, I think. Like, pro- I, 
Speaking of Friday the 13th, I like the newer game, but the problem is is that the developers ban abandoned it, so... You know. Wait, wait a minute. I'm trying oh, to think of... Fucking hell. I'm trying to think of developers uh, or film franchises that I want games of. I, I wouldn't mind oh. another Matrix if done right. I, I think that yeah. has like because the Matrix is essentially like a video game, so they could do something right if they do it correctly. Um, I I hasn't uh, Rocksteady been like hinting at uh, going back to the uh, the Batman games or something like that? I, I I think it might have been Batman Beyond or I'm not sure what it was they were talking about. They they said they might go back to that, so I don't know supposedly they're working on a completely new ip from what we've been told but the mm. developers behind arkham origins wb montreal they said they might be working on a new batman game called arkham crisis oh that's great watch it be vr um anyways uh yeah i i don't know honestly what game but uh well, i guess speaking of like uh superhero stuff um I mean, obviously, we've gotten a lot of DC Marvel characters and stuff like that, but um, I don't know. This might be a weird one, but what about the Crow? What if we had one about the Crow? The Crow? That'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd be great. Actually, no, that that would actually... Come to think of it, that might not be a good idea because considering the Crow's character, he can't die. So I don't know what what they would do with that. What about a stupidly good kick-ass game? I they thought there was have, kick-ass games. They right? did have a kick-ass game, I think, but it, but I, I mean, like a good one. Oh, good one. Oh, oh I see. Were terrible. You know, I, I, I would throw a wild card. I would say a new Watchmen. I, I did like the end is yeah. nigh. I thought it was pretty good. Oh, the Watchmen game was actually good. Yeah, I, I, I did enjoy it. Like a lot of people might say, it's just weird, wacky, beat 'em up fun, but that's kind of the stuff I like with Watchmen. So I think that would be good if they used the characters like that just make it better um well i think this one i i think this is probably the one i really want though is just get get me another alien game on the same level as alien isolation a lot of people wanted to see a follow-up to that and i don't think we're ever going to see it um i mean we we got that mobile game uh i just i mean and then also we have colonial marines so i just want another good uh alien alien game from that franchise i mean it doesn't have to be exactly the same as isolation it could be you know colonial marines-esque like kind of a first person shooter or something but i just want a good game out of that you know um i mean because the last time we got one in my opinion at least was isolation and we hadn't really gotten anything about as good since then so i I like another uh, aliens type game Yeah, this one is really, really hard for me. Anyone else want to go on this one? I'm good. Anyone else except Bane, the clapper? No, I'm kidding. I'm going to pour liquid on you. <laughs> That's illegal, sir. Oh, oh my God. All right, I guess then we can move on to number five. Uh, so can you recall any instances where a movie tie-in experience did things that were portrayed better in the video game than the movie it was based on uh x-men origins wolverine play that is way better than the movie will ever be uh um i, I like when they also do like these pseudo sequels like and you know that the original movie or whatever does not get a follow-up 
or it takes like a long time to get one like ghostbusters mm-hmm. yeah i like that i like that a lot i i actually like scarface world is yours i actually like that to be honest because i mean i get the ending for the movie did make sense but to be honest i'm more Why, why just end his suffering just like that? Mm. You know, why don't you just make him suffer? Because, um, you know, first of all, spoiler, because in the game, he cleans up his act. You know, he stops with the cocaine and, you know, uh, he starts thinking, he's like, oh, fuck, what did I do? I, I killed my brother, you know? And... And he's like mourning and everything like that. And he take my own stuff, and I did it anyways. That's why I actually kind of like Scarface. The world is yours. That kind of leads into uh, number six too. Like uh, yeah. when they do take liberties, how do you feel about that? Like for either pseudo sequels or when they do like what if stories based on the movie that it was done on. Hmm. Anyone have any thoughts on that? I mean, I think, uh, you know, Cry brought up a good example with the, the Thing video game. Uh, that was an interesting way to expand on the movie and what what happened after the movie because uh, the ending of the movie was thing was something that people had been speculating about for years. Like, you know, did McCready survive? Did he die? Oh, um, yeah, because Lom... Uh, Lama mentioned um, a thing, and I just added on to that, mm-hmm. saying that I remember yeah. that they had a trust system, which I actually liked because that was literally the movie in a nutshell. It was all about, you know, trust. Yeah, right. Um, so you pretty much find out too in this game what happens to him. So I mean, like, mm-hmm. and it also kind of goes over what happened, you know, uh, you know, and, and also, you know, like like you said, your teammates can turn on you if you. Uh, if if they become paranoid enough, uh, which was a theme in the movie and it's also in the game, yep. so I, I think it was good that they carried that over. Um, but like in terms of like games, movie tying games that I thought was actually better than the movie, I really can't really think of any. I mean, like the the best I think we can hope for is that the game actually ends up being good, um, uh, and maybe maybe like expanding on things from the movie. Uh, I maybe you could argue. I mean, I guess maybe you could argue uh, the Riddick games, uh, but that's all I could really think of. Yeah, I, I I have to agree. Like just the notion in general of the movie tie-in game filling in the gaps and not answering, or well, answering uh, all the stuff that the movie didn't answer is like a more with Riddick, like yeah. with Riddick, the Butcher Bay, uh, like you know, because Butcher Bay in the movies at least was something that was referenced a lot. Uh, a lot and you don't really know the full extent of like what happens with butcher bay so in the game you kind of like you get the context of what happened there um uh so that 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 is another i think example of you know like a game sort of expanding on the movie and what uh was brought up in the movie yeah i agree it when when they do that that is very interesting because uh again you have to wait a long time for sequels and sometimes the sequels to these movies or prequels or whatever they never happen or they're not done like super well i remember the thing prequel where a lot of people was disappointed by it because it was basically raped by corporate uh but 
it, it was the one chance to find out what happened to the Norwegian crew, and it really wasn't that great. It was a rehash. Uh, that's yeah. the problem. It 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 was yeah. it was literally like just a a complete like with maybe a few slight differences, just the the same movie but worse. And mm-hmm. you know, like you said, studio interference. Uh, the the effects team from the original movie did actually do the prosthetics for uh, the re- the, uh, the two. I think it was two thousand eleven. Uh, the two thousand eleven movie, uh, but the the studio just put CG over it basically. So uh, the effects team weren't too happy about that. I don't blame them because again, practical effects is way better than CG. Mm-hmm. But anyone else want to elaborate before we move on to question number seven? Going once, going twice, soul to the hooker in red. So, uh, question number seven, Sonic Kick, can you read that, please? It is argued sometimes that the film material is hard to migrate to a video game format for a movie tie-in experience. Do you agree or disagree with that notion? Sometimes. Sometimes it is. Uh, Uh, I'm with Ren. It's more of just sometimes. It it depends. Uh, it, it really depends on what the movie is. Uh, like, yeah. I mean, like if th- there are movies that you could easily see like as video games, and then there's a lot of movies that, like, I mean, like because there's so many different genres of movies. Actually, uh, the more I think about it, you can almost adapt anything into any sort of media. It just all depends mm-hmm. on on what time uh it just you have to do it right and it all depends on like the person involved again because like when you because i feel resident evil can make a really great movie because it's um because it's been done before it's called uh what was it? it's what was that one movie with that that was like that was like uh uh it was cg a more recent version of like the resident evil premise being done except with like liberties being taken in my opinion is uh don't breathe and everyone loves oh. that movie. It's literally just like, oh, some people go into a house and then there's like some creepy things happening. And well, I think you're being sarcastic, but I think a lot of people actually did like that movie. So, I mean, that doesn't really work. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm so that was a Sam Raimi movie, too. No, uh, I, it wasn't a Sam Raimi It just all depends one. on who wasn't you it? get. I thought it, no. On. It wasn't? I could no. Have a second. Any premise can be adapted uh, as long as you do it right, you know? Fede Alvarez, he's the guy who did the remake of... Oh, uh, never mind. I don't know why I heard that. Uh, yeah, I mean... No, it was, it was still pretty well. Sure you know, I mean, yeah. to be honest, there, like Chaos said, it just depends on what the movie is and everything. I mean, there is no... Uh, um. To be honest, there's really no, you know, agree or agree with this uh, question. I mean, it shouldn't be, in my opinion. I, I say sometimes cause... because imagine <laughs> taking the idea of Child's Play to a video game format without it being ridiculous or laughed at. I, I'm dead serious. Like <laughs> a killer dog going around slicing people up, but you gotta, you gotta play to get out. You know, it's it's. Well, what if you play as Chucky though? I was. That's, well, that's... Well, I was gonna say, what if you weren't? I mean, like, uh, I think it would be too easy to make something just be about Chucky killing people. What if it was just you were uh, a survivor you, or something? Yeah. Like, no, I think you like... can actually make it interesting by um, actually making Chucky. You're the killer, but the kill. But since Chucky has like a lot of ish. You know, issue uh, like quote unquote issues regards with like being 
being small you'll have to find like different ways to kill to to like kill your um uh, to you know kill everyone in my opinion kill you can find it marble and like make some different mechanics and what have you instead of just going up and stabbing the back or something like that you actually have to like think and make it like a puzzle game you know that's like it reminds me of like a hellish catherine or something i don't know <laughs> like that's that what it sounds that's what it sounds like to me oh no 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 hell is catherine i'm that would be it, no isn't catherine technically hellish yeah it's, it's like yeah the it's puzzle oriented so you gotta like position yourself on the bookcase properly to like stab this guy in the head it's like <laughs> super weird but i i, I, think, I think it just can... would be ridiculous is all i think you can make a diff, um, unique premise out of it and make something people haven't seen before you know yeah that's true I'm just thinking of an alien isolation style horror game where Chucky's his own AI. Oh my god. The reboot. I'm not even going to get into that one. Uh, Did you see that? No, yeah. I, I didn't see it, but I saw it. I actually saw it. Um, oh, speaking yeah. of the reboot. It's it's fine, but it's just... It's decent. It's Yeah, I mean, like there's it's not good and it's not bad. I mean, You can make it like Overlord. Thing. You can make it like an Overlord game. Think about it. It's, it's if you if like you command all the different Chucky's too. <laughs> That's for Cult of Chucky though. That's yeah, what that reminds hey, me of you. Yeah. It's a still Chucky game, you know. Yeah. Oh god, I hated Cult. I I liked Cult. I thought it was yeah, Cult was fun. It was pretty good. Though. If you I mean, think... that's why I was like, I don't know why you're reloading this series. Uh, I mean, guess Cult was actually good. And it ended well, on like a TV cliffhanger. Series. Yeah, that's what they're gonna explain it. Uh, but let's move on to question number eight. So, is there any particular actor or actress that you would like to see in a video game? I already have my one. That's like Keanu Reeves. Um, Whoa. what the fuck? That, Sorry, that's yeah. just yeah, yeah. I know. That's why I'm mentioning. Like, that's pretty much obvious. I have that one. And then for actress, I don't know. Like, can we put Ellen Page in a good video game? No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, but it's on all I ask. It's all I want. It's all I need. She's she's gonna sue more people for ogling at her naked body model in a video game. Uh, so I don't think anyone wants to do that. Somebody, Except Bane. Bane wants to do quantum. it. Uh, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> See, I told you, man. <laughs> no, this uh, guy. So, someone on PlayStation. Also, someone on fucking PlayStation. Uh, Quantic Dream had to model her nude body. I mean, somebody at PlayStation thought, "Hmm, this game's great. Let's pay money for it." Yeah, I, I'm glad I have not played Beyond, and I have no plans on playing it. I, I bought Beyond only for Helen Page. And Willem Dafoe. Can't go wrong with Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Hey, you bought some lotion as well for that game, too. <laughs> lotion? What do you mistake me for, Eva? <laughs> nah, I grip it and rip it. Alright, then I'm moving on from that one. Uh, so, actress, Damn. I don't know. Put Scarlett Johansson in something. There you go. Even though what she said recently was crazy about wanting to be a tree, but uh, I'll go for it. Yeah. She, a, a she, wants to play, she wants to play every single role, including, you know, uh, Taiwanese men to uh, African-American ladies. Uh, I'm to a tree, this. to an animal. I was like, okay, I can. if you have that range, I can deal with that. Oh, I can dig it's, it's, Scar it's Scarlett Johansson. I don't <laughs> care who the fuck she plays, as long as we get to see her. Yeah. Oh, so that's mine done. Anyone else? Uh, Andy uh, Circus. I mean, he's already done like a bunch of motion capture stuff. Black Superman? 
Uh, well, I don't think he'd make a good Superman. <laughs> no, that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> he, was good, <laughs> he was good in Planet of the Apes. Uh, I don't know what. I mean, I suppose it'd be kind of interesting, like a Planet of the Apes game with him in it. He's like, you play the monkeys and the humans or something. That's ironic because I believe there is a Planet of the Apes game. Oh God, is there? Yeah, it's called uh, Planet oh, yeah. of the Apes Lost Frontier, I believe. Do you actually get to um, play as the apes? I think it's more of a, a like David Cage Telltale style story game. Oh, so yeah. something like that, yeah. It'd be kind of interesting <laughs> like a, having a strategy game for them as well. I can see that working. But yeah, uh, Idris Elba, that would be that would be a good pick for an actor. I think he's I think he's good. He's just well, apparently this exists. I did not know. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it does. Last Frontier, yes, I got it. Um, but uh, anyone else? Is not home. To, uh, Tom Holland, just because I like Tom Holland. Pretty good. <coughs> um, I, I don't know. Uh, idea. Shit, there's so many people out there, man. Bane, favorite porn star, go. Uh, what if I'm we ever, sure. if we ever got like another Red Dead game, uh, could we get Clint Eastwood to uh, play in that? If he I'll was be right back. Alive? I'm pretty. Sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm right back. I know. I'm pretty sure a porn star did, was in Saints Row Three, if I'm aware. I think I there was one in Yakuza also. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh yeah, Anari. Yeah, Anari was in Yakuza Six. As yeah, that was fun. I think actually in Yakuza yeah. Zero, aren't all the uh, the photos you pick up? Aren't they all just like uh, Gravor idols or whatever they're called over there? Or I think I think star. I think I think there might they might be soft corn, but like I know Anari yeah. was a full on porn star. So yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, I'd like to see Nolan North in a video game. As Nolan North? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Just, a fucking uh, description. Nolan North as Nolan did... North. Okay. <laughs> but work. didn't... Did, well, didn't, didn't Deadpool do that? Uh, they made the joke, but they did not show him on screen, yeah, I, I believe. He was like yeah, a thought, phone call reference. I thought they did it as a joke. Yeah, I they, thought they, they did, did it as a joke. Nolan North as Deadpool talking to Nolan North. As no North. <laughs> also, I think they uh, that probably was fun. they probably fuck with the subtitles too, so it probably did say that to some extent. So you're kind of right. All right. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I would say the guy that played as I really want to see him in his own video game. Which guy? I really uh the guy that played as Trevor Phillips in GTA. Oh, we were talking oh, about Stephen Hawk. Stephen Hawk, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get get me to play as another psychopath. I'll be very happy. Just get him to curse a lot and just scream. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I agree. That guy needs more work. He was actually pretty good on The Walking Dead. Didn't even know he was on The Walking Dead. That's new to me. Yeah, he was on um, the seasons where Negan was actually like the threat. I, I, ironically, since you said Walking Dead, I was going to say John Bernthal, but he's already in Ghost Recon Breakpoint, so yeah. Can we get him in a game that I care about? Punisher, Can, can we get him, can we, yeah, get, can we get, get him as, you know, Punisher? Like, another, give, give us another Punisher game, please. 
Yeah, I, w- I was gonna be the original Punisher game was fucking amazing. I just want one that's like that, where you can execute people in all these different ways. Yeah, I, w- I was gonna make one change. No black and white shit. No losing points. Execute. Yeah, during I- special interrogations. I thought that was shit. dumb that they sort of deducted points because you decided to blow someone's face off. It's like it's the Punisher. He does this all day. Yeah. But that's another honorable mention that we didn't mention before because that game, while it's not necessarily tied to the Punisher movie that came out, it was coinciding with it. Like, I think it came out a year later and they got, like, Thomas Jane to do the voice who was the Punisher Mm -hmm. in the movie. Oh, nice. Thomas Jane was a pretty good Punisher. Yeah, I did like him as the Punisher. Yeah, use him in more roles. Fuck it. Go for it. Oh, I think it was kind of connected just a tiny bit it was like what if uh john saint was still alive i i think in general that's and then it retconned it retconned a little bit of the events of the punisher movie that that's that's what ended up happening yeah that's one of the events uh jigsaw's name being john saint because he's named howard saint in the movie but his name is originally billy russo so they did make that change yeah, because uh, on the right side of face, uh, like scarred and like a bit burnt, because that was the side that the um the um the uh mine. Wait, what was it? Mine. Yeah, he was the personnel mine in his hand. because yeah. his left arm was pinned, and you know. Frank is like, uh, you look like a strong kid. You must work out. Ever try symmetrics? And he's like, this mine weighs, uh, I think it's like t- eight pounds. And he's like, not not much, but try holding it with an outstretched arm. Yeah, then he got blown and up. Then, yeah, because and... in the background, when, they, when Howard and Frank were facing each other, um, you just hear John in the background yelling out no and frank's like both of them yeah but i believe that was his son and in the game he sort of got caught up with a claymore mind so it's like some of the same references going on just in different roles and different characters yeah yep but we're going to move on to next two questions so is there any positives and negatives that come from the premise of movie tie-in games in general uh Less development time for the negative. Rush developments. um, They could potentially run into some licensing issues if they use certain things. And there have been those issues where licenses ran out and games had to be pulled, unfortunately. Like, I I know there was a Transformers game that was pulled as well from the storefront. I think it was Devastation. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, also, Ren, don't don't forget about Superman. Uh, um, remember that that uh, originally. Well, in general, that game, that game was supposed to be um, remade actually for PlayStation One, but um, Titus Interactive, the licensing expired, so the game was unfortunately shelved and the Nintendo 64 version. That was the only version we got. I don't think PlayStation would have wanted that because that game is some pure dog doo-doo garbage. They actually well, improved well, most of the uh, 
uh, the most of the game itself, if I'm aware. Well, did well, they fix that? Did they fix but, that Superman flies through rings all day? Well, well, I mean, Ren, I thought Kanaki actually sent you a link to the shoot. Um. Oh, we have turbulence. I, I thought I thought Kaneki sent you and me that link to uh the unreleased Superman PS1 version. He did, but I did not play it. Oh, it was it was good. It was really really good. It actually had objectives to do. That sounds good. Then I'm surprised. And, and one one big thing that I enjoyed about it was sometimes you would have these like beams of uh kryptonite and you'd have to like pretty much like dodge them and they would be like huge like little just like balls pretty much big kryptonite balls coming right at you energy ball i'm surprised they canceled that yeah if you got hit by that if you got hit by the crypto crypt if you got hit by the kryptonite balls, <laughs> you pretty much lost your power. You could not use cold breath. You could not use heat vision at all. Not even super strength, I think. And you couldn't fly as well. Um, you just fall out of the sky. Pretty much. Oof. All right. Any other questions or statements before we move on to the last question? Uh. Well, what... Um. Well, the positives, I guess, probably you know, maybe it has more stuff in the movie tie-in game than it did in the movie. Because I've heard sometimes, uh, wasn't there one game <laughs> that ended up having like a um deleted scene into the game I... that was cut out of the movie? I don't remember. I know uh, one example I can give is X-Men Origins Wolverine where they expanded on the Alkali Lake business where, you know, Logan escapes. So he actually has to go through a lot more shit as opposed to the scene in the movie being like five seconds before it ends. So I, I, I do I do like when they do expand on that stuff and we talked about that earlier. Um Be- because games can be longer than movies because movies are usually like what like hour 40 to like at least two hours and maybe five minutes but with games you could push it to like three four hours maybe even five if you if you have enough story to keep the audience interested but yeah. and if and they can put back those deleted scenes or deleted levels and make them new levels so i do appreciate that uh mm-hmm. let me think of one for negatives uh, i i think we touched on it earlier as well like just getting these no-name developers to sometimes work on these projects and maybe doesn't turn out that great if they don't have the experience like i i, I think now i would not helm um fucking ea of all people to do like a star wars licensed game i mean we still have to see what they do with jedi fallen order but what they did with the license for as long as they had it i would have got someone else or revive lucas arts uh so yeah sometimes you have to get the right studios for the job even if it even if it means like you're going back and reviving stuff from the grave you have to do it yep uh, oh, and also for an, um, a negative for me because I didn't act. 
um sometimes uh movie tie-in stories are actually garbage and uh, it feels kind of uh, not necessarily rushed but more like they were just going you know they were just being lazy in their chair like they're like okay we'll do this and they don't give it a second thought I agree because uh, I did see the story for Wanted Weapons of Fate and I can tell you it is not as good as the movie or the comics it's just, it's just basically like, oh, what will Wesley do if he's by himself after his father is dead? But now we're going to also have these flashbacks where his father was on missions. And while that premise is cool, I think people said that was the only really good part of the story was playing as his dad. Playing as Wesley was kind of pointless. Because uh, we... Because um, I think everyone... I remember... I played the game like last year. Um, actually, I'm staring at it right now. Um, I remember there was a the story. A little bit of the story was um, pretty much Wesley finds out that because um, I think for a while he didn't know like what exactly happened his mother. And he heard conflicting stories. He heard that his dad ended up killing his mother uh, because she was on the list. But then all of a sudden, we find out later on, it was actually someone else who basically killed her. Yeah. And that's... And that's pretty much it. That was like part of the uh, story that I actually really, really did like. Me seeing both of them kick ass. Hell yeah, I love that. But there's a lot of there's a lot of other things I didn't necessarily like. But so anyone else before we move on? Uh, actually, I have to head out. Well, get out of here, Bane. Outro yourself. <laughs> All right, uh, it's been Bane. Uh, I'll, have a, I'll be on next podcast. Have a good one. Take it easy. See ya. Yeah. All right, so God. question number... <laughs> that was perfect timing. Question number 10. Since the premise of movie tie-ins are coming back in the form of crossovers, VR, and mobile titles, how do you feel about the future of movie tie-ins gaining newfound recognition? Um for better or worse uh i i hope that this leads to better quality products to me right now it kind of feels like they're being shoehorned into stuff like uh the terminator stuff at e3 was kind of ridiculous like oh we got something in gears and now we got something in a uh, i think it was ghost recon breakpoint uh so yeah it's like I do want to see them come back, but I don't want to see the same slump as we did before where we're getting like low quality products. I want effort put into movie tie-in games, to be honest. I mean, especially with the technology that we have and and pretty much new newer things are being discovered pretty much almost every single day. I mean, it would be perfect to have a good movie tie-in, like, um, or hell, even a TV show 
tie in. I think Hell, they tried I that with the quantum break. Did yeah. not, didn't they also try to do that with um? Wasn't there a Sopranos game? Yeah, there was, but I don't think it was any good. It was the same thing for the Shield. There was a game based on the Shield, and people were like, "Ugh." Oh, there was a game on twenty four. I forgot about that. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, they could use TV as a basis if it's done right. I, I just think that they need to know since games are bigger and better now they need to have that same quality reflect as well no matter what they're using i mean when i was mentioning about like the tv show i know kind of like what they do do with like movie tie-in <laughs> but have the game like tie into the you know tv show so for example let's just say a uh uh let's just say a show that's like really popular right now just dumb um, it down make it simple make a daredevil game goddamn it based on the show exactly there, there, there we go there we go Mar marvel's daredevil right there yeah because just they already canceled that. like they canceled several daredevil games and i think just the dark atmosphere will really work out well if they got a good developer to do it Ooh, stranger things is on where got um sorry i interrupted Oh no, you're fine, you're fine. Holy shit, I just thought of something. What is it? What if you could actually balance out the life of a vigilante and lawyer, show up to court, and help to prove someone's innocent? You know, that would be interesting. I I keep thinking back to like the LA Noir shit of catching people in lies. Exactly. That's I think what I had be, in mind. Yeah, that'd be interesting if they did it like that. And at the same time, you also got this crazy, you know, combat beat em up mechanic where you beat people up as Matt Murdock and and Daredevil at the same time. It's pretty cool. Oh hell yeah! If I'm aware, um, Stranger Things season three actually did get a get a video game tie in, but it's more of it was more of a um, RPG be, RPG beat em up kind of like, uh, akin to something like grab uh, not grab by the ghoulies. I was thinking of uh, zombies. It kind of reminds me of Zombie Ate My Neighbors. So that's yeah, I some approaches are interesting like that. Yeah. So anyone else for question number two? Going once, going twice. twice. Soul to the hooker in red. All right, people. This is the end of this IS podcast special. I hope you had a good time. I had a good time. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do outros now. So you can find me on Twitter at rentoperative underscore. You can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative. Uh, I will be uploading two discussions to the channel. This one and the one that domed it with the backwards compatibility discussion. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, next up, Captain Chaos. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube and uh, Twitter, both Captain Chaos. Uh, you can also find me on DeviantArt as well. Upload some of my art there. Uh, I think as uh, Captain Chaos Art. So, yep. Sonic Kick? YouTube, Sonic Kick, Twitter, Sonic Kick 2. There you go. Uh, Bama Lama Ding Dong. The, the most yeah. riveting name in there. Yeah, you can either find me on Twitch at Dong or Twitter at Snozdwaddle, which is a different name. Um, but I don't really use Twitter as much as I am on Twitch. So that's the place you're most likely to find me. Cryo, what about you? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter and YouTube. The handles there are Cryo Gaming. And you can also find me on Twitch, which is pretty much the same thing as YouTube and Twitter handle, except with YT added at the end. All right, so we're going to let you guys go. Uh, hopefully all the people had a fun time watching this and hopefully you take care. I don't know when the next podcast is going to be, but I'm going to retool the event planner today. So I'll keep you guys updated. So we're signing out. See you guys later out there in YouTube land. Peace out. Yeah.